everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. Lena was a promising young inventor. She had made over 10 new and original inventions in her life, and she was only 10 years old. Lena crafted a machine that butters your toast for you, a hamster treadmill, a self-stirring spoon, and more. But she had a long way to go to live up to the family legacy. Lena came from a long line of scientists and experiments. Lena was so proud to belong to such a curious brood. But her real hero was her grandpa. He was a very successful inventor and her personal inspiration. Anything that Grandpa imagined, he could make. And he imagined some really brilliant things. On Wednesdays after school, Lena would go to her grandpa's workshop. Sometimes she would just wander between the old dusty inventions and machines and marvel. Other times she would watch him work. And sometimes he would even ask for her help. He always said that two scientific minds are better than one. And Lena loved helping him with his work. One Wednesday, Lena headed over to Grandpa's shop. And when she arrived, the energy in the shop was different. Lena, my dear, her grandpa exclaimed. He looked like a mess and a little crazy, to be honest. Sometimes, when Grandpa got really deep into an invention, he lost track of time, space, and everything that wasn't the invention. Today, he had his shirt half tucked in and backwards, his socks didn't match, and his hair stood up at angles that made it clear that he kept running his fingers through his hair. If you looked up mad scientist in the dictionary, that was the vibe Lena was getting from her grandpa. Hey, Gramps, Lena replied with a smile. Everything all right in here? All right? Is everything all right? Why, no, it's spectacular, my dear, he explained. Oh, I'm on the verge of a breakthrough. And and when you arrived, it's clear that you are what I needed. What? Lena asked, trying to peer around him to see what he was working on. You, I need your help, Lena, her grandpa replied. I am one step away from making this machine work. But I need someone with your expertise and special know-how. I need someone with tiny hands. Lena giggled. Her grandpa had a flair for drama and silliness. He said that creative brains need lots of outlets. And sometimes a little drama was just what his mind needed. Okay, Lena agreed. What can these tiny hands do for you? Her grandpa pointed out a spot within the machine where a screw was lodged. She used her dainty hands to remove it, and her grandpa cheered. Oh, that ought to do it, he said. Now we test it. He disappeared through the door that connected the shop with the house and returned a minute later with his pet turtle. He placed the turtle on the workbench 
and picked up the machine he'd been working on. It was shaped like a big metal box, and it had straps, so he could wear the metal box like a backpack. He put the machine on his back and then reached around and pulled a microphone off the side of the box. He told Lena to flip the red switch on the back. She did, and the metal backpack began to hum. Well, here we go, her grandpa said, and he pointed the microphone at the turtle, and then he asked it a question. Mary Shelley, my favorite pet, do you enjoy living here? There was silence for a moment. Then Mary raised her head. Yes, they both heard emit from the microphone. Lena was stunned. Her grandpa was jumping for joy and whooping like a sports fan. He calmed himself down so he could run another test. Oh, what is your favorite part of your habitat or home? He asked the turtle. My waterfall. Mary Shelley, the turtle, replied. Oh my goodness, this is amazing, Grandpa! Lena cried in awe. Does it really only work on turtles? Mm, well, he said, looking ponderous, this is my first live test, so I can only say with confidence that it works on turtles. I need to run tests to know if it works with other animals, too. Would you be willing to help me with that, Lena? Lena beamed. Oh, of course I would. We have tons of pets. Maybe I can take it home with me and try it out there. Oh, yes, yes, you, you'll have to be careful, but that sounds brilliant. Now, I'm realizing that I've not fed myself or poor Mary here all day. What do you say we go inside and have a snack? Lena smiled. Having a crazy inventor for a grandpa was full of surprises, and you still needed to eat. Yeah, Gramps, let's eat. When Lena's mum came to pick her up that evening, her grandpa loaded the animal voice machine into the truck. He reminded her to be careful with it and to record all of her findings. And most importantly, my dear, have fun, he said. It's for science. For science, Lena agreed with a laugh. At home, she barely let her mom park the car before she jumped out and ran to open the trunk. She had two pets, and she couldn't wait to talk to them. She had dreamed of talking with her cat Felix for as long as she could remember. Lena carefully put on the backpack. It was much heavier than her grandpa made it look. She asked her mom for help with the switch, grabbed the microphone, and went off in search of her little gray cat. On her way to find Felix, she walked past her sister's room. The door was open, and she could see Hammond the hamster playing in his cage. She couldn't resist, so she walked over to Hammond and held out the mic. Hammond hamster, she began. Who is the better owner, me or sissy? Lena thought for a split second that the hamster's face looked conflicted. Mm, your sister, he finally said. Lena wasn't sure if she was imagining it, but she thought that Hammond had a very regal accent. Oh, come on, Hammond, she begged. Remember when I gave you the yogurt drops? Oh, yes, 
he replied matter-of-factly, now she was sure that this hamster had a very high-class English accent. Well, I do recall that day. However, I also recall the day that Mr. Felix tried to eat me, and he is, I believe, your cat. Lena blushed. Felix was a little wild, but he was still a kitten, still learning. She didn't realize Hammond could hold a grudge like that. Oh, Ham, Lena said. I'm sorry. You know I love you, and Felix didn't mean anything by it. Oh, it's, it's okay, Miss Lena, Hammond replied. Yet that is why I prefer the quiet life in your sister's room, away from Mr. Felix. Lena smiled encouragingly at Hammond and left him alone. She would be keeping a closer eye on Felix, that's for sure. She went on hopeful that she would find Felix curled up somewhere and ready to chat. She found him in her room, curled up on a pillow in the sun. Hey, Felix, she said. I've got something to show you. She approached the cat with the microphone held out. Ooh, what is that? Felix's voice boomed out of the microphone. He sounded like slow-moving molasses, low and smooth. It works, Lena rejoiced. This is Grandpa's new invention, and it will let us understand each other better. Oh, I don't like new things, Felix said, turning his head away from the microphone. He was, after all, a cat. Oh, Felix, she replied. It's so brilliant. Now I can understand what you're trying to say. Plus, I know that Hammond doesn't like me, thanks to you. This seemed to amuse Felix. Oh, Hammond has no sense of humor. I was only playing. Well, he disagrees, Lena laughed. Well, a cat can't have too many friends, Felix said. There is one thing I've always wanted to ask you, though, now that you mention it. Really? Lena questioned. Yes, Felix the cat replied. Can you rub the bridge of my nose? Lena laughed and laughed. Talking with animals was exactly what she expected, only better. Of course, Felix, Lena said, and the gray cat curled in her lap while she pet the bridge of her nose. Oh, thank you, Lena, Felix said, and Lena smiled. She figured that was as close as she could get to hearing, I love you from this cat, and she would take it. Cats were tricky in any language. The end.